0: facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. Here we are on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And I have so much that I want to share with you today. And yes, I know you've heard that before, but I have just had a pivotal past seven hours. And things have just really changed for me. And it all It really relates into today's show. So I'm just kind of bubbling with everything that I want to be, you know, um, sharing and questions to give you, points of views and things to look at. It's sort of all just like right in front of me right now and very, very real. And so I need to kind of maybe bring it down a little bit. But I think what I want to start with really is kind of looking at the show notes and what did I actually promise you and does this kind of still fit with everything that I've been experiencing over the last couple of hours? Because, I mean, as you know, uh, I create all the shows like energetically using Oracle cards, responding to uh, the energy of those of you who listen to my show every week. And, you know, I put the shows together a few weeks ahead of when they actually become live. And so let me see how, how did we do a few weeks ago as to where I'm sitting in this chair right now? So today's show is all about, you know, are you doing control or creation? That can be a really poignant, powerful question to ask yourself or to hear me asking you right now, like, are you doing control or creation? And I'm going to relate to, you know, some aspects of this over the last few hours for myself with this question too, to give you sort of an example of where I have been using one or the other. Now in in the uh, notes for today, I'd say, you know, depending on the line of work you're in or your living situation, you may go back and forth between control and creation. We all go back and forth all the time. Now, Question is, though, so, do you know when you're in one energy or the other energy? And this, you'll find out, is very, very important for all of us. I said here, you know, do you know when you are using creation or control? For many people, there may not seem to be much of a difference, especially when your days are on autopilot, right? Right. When we go into autopilot, we come out of being in that connection point with our body, our soul, and our being. And the days just go on. Moment passes into another moment, into another moment, into another hour. And before we know it, oh my gosh, it's dinner time. Oh my goodness, the day's over. Time to go to bed. Well, how much of those previous, I don't know, 16, 18 hours? Were you in creation or were you in control? And how you split out your day and your time between these energies has quite a dramatic impact on how you feel at the end of your day. It really does. One energy, which you can probably guess, is not quite as uh, uplifting and tends to be, hmm, Very robotic at times, right? Yeah, you got it. Control. So when we come to the end of a day and we've spent most of it in control, we might actually feel like, oh, today was fine. Well, none of us want a day that's just fine. You know, today was a little boring or nothing really new happened today we may feel kind of dissatisfied with our day when we go to the end and wrap it all up and i don't know if you're like me i close off every day before i my eyes close to go to sleep in gratitude i have my own way of of moving into the energy of gratitude every night and it's a real clue for me that if i'm lying in bed and i'm just going through the more mundane things to be grateful for. And that may sound like a very bad way of stating it, but it's when I'm in rote, when I'm in habit, when I'm like grateful for my house, well, I really am grateful for it. But when it's just that I'm seeking something to be grateful for, and I just look around me and I'll start just saying the things that are there versus when I have a day where I'm in creation mode or even more of my days creation versus control then that time of gratitude I mean everything just flows and it is so easy and and gratifying and I feel I feel the energy of when I'm saying I'm grateful for something when it's coming from that place of creation versus control So there's one way to be looking at it and to sort of be deciphering for yourself what's going on. I wasn't really planning on sharing that part right now, but that's okay, right? Truly, when the energies come through, and a lot of them come through from you and your spirit guides as well, then that is the direction I am willing to go. Yes, I have notes. And yes, I you know had an idea of what I want to talk about when I composed the show. But really, I'm present here with you right now. And what arrives is what is meant to be spoken and heard. The heard side's up to you. The spoken side, that's my job. So since I moved three months ago, I have recognized, and especially this morning, but this month in particular, January has been very clear that I have been very much in control. That's the energy I have been working with. I was so in creation mode before when I manifested the townhouse, when I manifested the exact model that um, my husband wanted to be living in, because there's, I don't know how many different models there are in this townhouse complex, but there's a number of different styles of units, different number of bedrooms and floors and green space or whatever. Like There's a, a variety here, but this is the one he wanted. And this is the one that rarely ever comes available because it's popular when people get into it, they stay, and there's also fewer of them. So we got it. I manifested it. I was in creation mode, and we got it very, very quickly, actually. I was in creation mode the whole time that I'm packing and putting things together. What am I keeping? What am I taking? What feels right to be, you know... All of that, definitely creation mode. Everything went without a hitch. Now, creation mode does not mean there will never be a problem, never be a hitch or a hiccup. Those blips, if you will, they always serve a purpose. It's up to us to look at them and understand why. But yeah, everything went very smoothly. And then we got here and I flipped. I went into control mode. How are we setting this up? How do I make this more comfortable? How do I, how do I, how do I? And I left creation behind. Now, do I like the way the house is set up? Yeah, but it was a lot more work and took me longer to do than if I had been in creation mode. Control tends to be slower. Creation tends to be quite quick and ideas just flow and pop and move and that sense of satisfaction with everything is very apparent at least it is for me when i am in that energy now has it all worked out well yeah i mean where we live is the house is is comfortable and it's it's reflective of us and it's all those things that we would like it to be and my husband just adores it and that was my end goal i had an agenda yep I had an agenda that I wanted to create a space for him that truly was nurturing, comfortable, and expansive for him. Now, there is also another clue. I had an agenda. When you have an agenda, you are in control. Was it a bad agenda? No, not all agendas are. But an agenda brings with it limitations and expectations that the creation energy doesn't even worry about. The creation energy just knows how things are going to come around. The control energy, not so much. You've got an idea in your head how it's going to be. You've got a sense of what you want as the outcome, right? Expectations. But it doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to be that way. Now, it all worked out well, and that's cool. But it has really shown me how I have been out of a natural energy that I personally flourish in. I flourish in creation and creativity. Do I require control? Yes, at times I absolutely do. And I'll go into it. What have I learned? I dropped some of my skills, I dropped some of my tools, and I dropped some of my own awareness over the last three months. Is that bad? No. Am I happy about it? No, not really. Yes, things have worked out, but mm, no, it could have been a lot easier on me if I had recognized sooner what I was doing. So even though I do my very, very best to walk my talk, there are times when I drop the ball as well. And I am very comfortable to say this and to share this with you. I am not superhuman. I am a person that works every day to do the best I can And to build my awareness, to keep raising my vibration and to be this person here to share information and light and love and kindness with you and with the world overall. Does that mean I don't ever falter and drop the ball? No. But every time I do, there's a learning there for me. And then I have more information to share with you. So, in kind of a bass, backwards way, there's a benefit to it as well, right? As I said earlier, those little blips and those little hiccups, there's always information there. My hiccup lasted a few months. That's okay. I'm past it now. And I am not worried about it anymore. It is what is. And it does me, as it would do you, no good to go into judgment about it. There is nothing positive about getting upset with yourself for it. There is no way I am building a story around this that I'm going to get caught into and keep using. No, learning, absolutely. Experience, so many. (laughs) And you may hear about some of them over the next coming weeks. I'm not sure, we'll see how it goes. Appreciation and gratitude? Absolutely. The the awareness on the other side explains so much. And the change in the energy in my body and in the energy around me, well, for me, it is actually palatable. I feel it. And if I actually use my eyes in a certain way, I see it. There is always a gift. How much do you trust that it's safe to look at the gift? When you're using control and you recognize it, and hopefully by the end of the show, you'll be able to recognize it even quicker and with more ease. Will you please allow yourself to be in a space of gratitude for the understanding that comes from recognizing why you stepped into control. Okay, well, I have barely touched on some of the things I thought I was going to say. We are getting really close, yeah, to um, needing to go for our first break here. So thank you so much. I mean, deeply, thank you for being with me every week here on the Inspired Choices Network. It is an absolute pleasure on my part to show up every week for you with whatever it is that I'm carrying in that moment and to be very real and vulnerable, honest, and hopefully very kind in how I share the messages that I have have for you and that come in while we're together. Cultivating kindness with Karen is very much something that I'm passionate about. And very much an element of me. And I have come to realize actually over the last couple of days that there is nowhere that I am more real and more caring and more open and transparent than I am here during this 55 minutes with you. Compared to any other time during the other 23 hours and five minutes of a day, this is where... You truly get to meet the actual Karen. The goal for her to show up for those other 23 hours and five minutes a day. And it's by coming here every week that I get closer and closer to being that person. So thank you. I truly appreciate it. Without you watching, liking, sharing the shows, there would be no show. And I think that would be very sad. (laughs) It would make me very sad. So on that heartfelt note to you, we're going to go to our first break. So please don't go away. When we come back, we're going to continue to talk about control and creation and how we can actually work with these energies and have that sense of satisfaction at the end of all of our days. So everyone stay put. We'll be back just in a couple of minutes. All right. Thank you.
0: We all have different experiences with, and definitions of, kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. So, we have so much to talk about, right? Are you using Control? Or creation? Such a great question. And, you know, I would really recommend, myself included here, that you take a couple of times during the day and just pause and ask yourself, are you using control energy or creation energy? And see what happens. See what information comes through. See what thought pops into your head or how your body responds when you ask those two questions. For me, there are two. I am what's called a generator from human design, and I work best with yes or no question. So for me, it would be, okay, so am I using the energy of control? Am I using the energy of creation? Now, some of you uh, who are not generators or manifesting generators, and if you don't know what human design is, you know what? Actually, go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. And go to podcasts and look down through the um, the hosts because we have a couple of hosts who talk about human design and listen to their shows. You'll get a really great understanding about this gobbledygook that I'm talking about right now. But if you're not like me, if you're one of the other profiles um, or authorities, whatever, you will do fine with an, uh, an open-ended question like, am I using control or creation? So... This is all part of knowing who you are, what works for you and what doesn't. I'll often say to somebody when they ask me a a very like what I consider a question that's got multiple questions within it to, to break it out. Or I'll do it in my own head and I'll just say, okay, hold on a second. And then I will ask part of, you know, question number one that's in the statement, question number two, and I'll work my way through it and I'll answer each one individually. It's what works. What works makes you feel good. What works gives you clarity. What works enables you to trust you. This whole thing, control and creation, trust is a big factor in this. So why would you use control energy? Well, I gave you an example of when I was using it recently right, with the move in our first segment. We tend to go into control for reasons of safety. We're feeling uncomfortable, unsure about something. We may be feeling anxiety or fear. You may um, get this sense of, maybe aware of an energy or an environment or a situation that you haven't encountered before. So when that happens, often. This discomfort that we feel in our body, and then the mind wants to label this, and so it will tell you what to do, will push you or guide you, however you want to look at it, but it it will take you to the energy of control. When we're uncomfortable, or we just don't want to do something, we will go into control energy. Control energy, as I was mentioning, has an agenda attached to it. You want to change a situation. You want a specific outcome to come forward. You want to not have to do something. Or if you're going to do it, it's got to be done this way and this way only. Because you're in in control. You can think of it in a maybe softer way. People pleaser goes into control so often. You're trying to maintain the energies of other people. You're trying to decrease possible judgments coming to you or moments of vulnerability or where you are going to maybe be asked for your opinion about something and you don't want to answer. So you go into deflection. But you'll do it from a people pleasing perspective and way of handling so everyone feels okay. And they may not recognize that you just don't want to answer. There's so much there that leads us into control. You're taught to use this energy in in how you study for school, for exams and tests, how you write your papers. I mean, in university, and I think I've mentioned this at some point over the last year, uh, my degree is in sociology and psychology. And I had a professor in one of my classes who was very much a Freudian. And until I recognized that, that he was a Freudian and that I had to write my papers from that perspective, I, I was failing the class. I was doing miserably. So I went into control energy. It was not creative energy because it was more difficult for me because I was working for a specific outcome. I had an agenda as to how I needed to write my papers to pass the course. Was it wrong? No, I passed the course. Everything was great. I did extremely well on the following papers. So it, it really made the first couple that I didn't do well on like not a problem. I was using the control energy, although I wasn't aware of it then, to help myself to achieve what I wanted, which was to pass the class and to graduate from university. As soon as I was out of that course, then I was able to go back into writing the papers in a manner that was more... What's the word I want, but just more from a perspective of Karen and how she saw the different topics in sociology or psychology, so control's not always a bad thing; it can be very helpful. The key is know when you're using it now, if you're using it because of anxiety and fears, control will actually make it worse because Often when you are in that, that, uh, energy, you're trying to control something you actually have no ability to control because you're in the future. You are creating all of these different scenarios going on in your head. And each one is built on another one, which actually can heighten your anxiety. Now, yes, behavior modification and, um, neuro linguistics. And there's other ways that we can look at helping to deal with that. And you can work with professionals who, um, you know, who have all of the information and certifications to work in those areas, for sure. But generally speaking, for the average person, when the anxiety comes through it's because we're trying to control something that in those moments, we do not have the skill set to control. And going into control energy is not helping you. When you go into some of the other tools you have, even something as simple as calling in waves of kindness, you are moving more into creation energy. You are moving into allowing something different to show up for yourself and to flip the energy that's within you. All right, anything else on control? No, I think that covers it quite well right now. So why do we want to then go into... Creation energy, when is that helpful? Or can creation energy actually not be helpful at certain times? Let's look at that, okay? So creation energy tends to, when you are familiar with it, feel lighter, more expansive. You may actually feel more energy, more energized, more enthusiastic. Uh, Ideas can really just like, ooh, they can flow in. It can also flow in too quickly. And that may be uncomfortable. You know, this whole idea of um, it's not just being in the moment. It's being in a trust energy of yourself and whatever it is that you're currently working on or working with. And coming out of that control and letting the ideas and the momentum and the flow be there for you to help you actually produce or create or manifest what it is you are working with now this way of feeling this energy may be new or foreign uncomfortable for many people especially if you haven't used it very often that right as i said can bring up some anxiety or bring up actual physical physical like like jitters you might even get a little uh, shaky or wobbly if the energy comes in really quickly that's okay What do you do? You pause. You ask a question. Am I in the energy of creation? In the moment right now? Yeah, I get the answer. Yes, because that's very much the energy that I'm working with speaking to you. So if you find you are in the energy of creation and it is uncomfortable, you have options. You have ways of working with it. Ways of kindness. You can call it in for that as well. And you can ground, you can settle, you can, you know, actually take a break from what you're doing and allow yourself to kind of become more familiar and trusting of this energy and how it's feeling in your body. You can go into control for a short time if you want and come back into that familiar feeling you have to help settle your thoughts. And then you can move back into creation. There's not just one way to work with this. It is really helpful to just know when you're in one or the other. And so I am painting the picture right now. There's no question that, you know, I prefer creation energy. And I think there's a lot of benefits for you to be using creation energy more often than control. There is going to be uh, a learning curve an adjustment period, a time frame where you will become accustomed to it and learn how to work with it. And that, you know, as I was saying, that could have a couple of hiccups. That's okay. This whole energy idea of w- knowing which you are in control or creation is so helpful as you go through your day, you know, different tasks, Control will actually be helpful. Different types of occupation. Control is going to be very much your friend. I'm just asking you to not live there 24-7. I'm asking you to experience the other energy and see what it can gift to you. And then learn how to use it and expand it, play with it, and let it be a part of your days. And when we have a more balanced, uh, control, creative day, how you feel at the end of your day will improve, will change. You're going to have to try it. You're just going to take my word for it, but it will change and you will notice a difference. We need to go to another break. We are at our second break here on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. You know, you can always get in touch with me if you like. Send me an email, karen at karenleslie.ca. And Leslie is L-E-S-L-I-E. You know, send me your comments, send me ideas for future shows. I'm happy to hear what you have to say. You can also follow me on lots and lots of different social media platforms. I am pretty well everywhere. Just, you know, go onto the platform, stick my name in the search bar and uh, I'm sure you'll find me. So, and if you have trouble, I can't imagine, but if you have trouble, send me an email. I'll send you the links. It's all fine. So we will be back in just a couple of minutes. We're going to continue this conversation on, are you using control or creation? And uh, there's so much more that I wish to share with you. So don't go away. And just listen to these kind words that we have to share with you. And we will be back with you just in a couple of minutes, everyone. Thank you so much.
0: We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everybody. So one of the things I actually meant to say at the very beginning of the show, but I got so excited I forgot about it, was I wanted to uh, remind you as to the meaning of the word control and creation. I went back to, you know, one of my favorite websites, it's all on the etymology of words. And so I typed in control and it was the to check the ac- accuracy of something, to verify something, to regulate something or to exert authority so it's very much like i was saying that agenda that this outcome that you want is involved in that energy of control now creation didn't have a lot to say to be perfectly honest it said a coming into being wow I just love those words so much more than i do the words for for control like especially that last one you know exert authority that is what we're doing when we are going into an agenda we want a specific outcome and in order to make that happen then we need to exert our will what we want our place of authority in order for that to happen often It can also come through with that energy of thinking or feeling that you are superior to another person and that is never ever a kindness that is not a kind energy this creation energy it is it is significantly kinder creation energy allows you to actually hear the perspectives and the points of views and opinions and awarenesses of other people. Control, you are going to not want to hear what someone else has to say because it might conflict with what you want. Creation will invite in other people's ideas. You will have conversations that are collaborative and generative versus the control aspect where you've got a conversation that's very one-sided. My side, not your side. So there is this really, to me, like a really deep chasm. Is that the right word? I think so. Between the two. There's, and as I said, there are times when control and times when creation energy both have their place and their state of being. It's your job to know which one will be a contribution to you at what time. And when you're in the energy, that is not being a contribution or collaborative or generative for you. When you're on autopilot, you're not going to know. So coming out of autopilot, however you choose to do that, is going to be really important. When we're in control, we are not going to be using a lot of our gifts. It will be harder to use them because... Your natural gifts and brilliance, and I don't just mean like, in air quotes, energy gifts, um, Your you put up some limitations when you're going to stay in control. So one of my gifts is my voice. Storytelling, speaking, taking concepts that are a little unusual or per- perhaps a little difficult to understand, And sharing them in a way that makes it very easy for people to understand and to comprehend and to look at. I do it from the energy of creation. When I try to work with it from the energy of control, I actually have trouble with my words and I stumble. And I cut off my my connection with with source, um, divine, guides, whatever you want to call it. When I go into control, I minimize my gifts. One of your gifts may be brilliance with mathematics and numbers. One of the reasons you're brilliant with it is because of that energy of creation. Allowing yourself to see the numbers in a way that maybe somebody else is struggling to look at them. And then this process, this new equation, this way to solve something all of a sudden comes forward. Truthfully, You leave that strict way of being in control, which maybe you feel you need to be in control if you're brilliant with numbers. Well, no, you can work with both. The inventions we have that are based on science and mathematics and all of this physics, they actually have that energy of creation with them. It is not based on just control. The, the cards I pulled for today's show, they were all about this, all about your gifts. You know, one was called Protection Guardian. And I was like, oh, I wonder what this is going to say for us. And I kind of tapped into it and thought, oh, this is truly really cool. So this whole energy of dropping your shields, dropping the limitations you've put in place, dropping shame, resistance. Fears, all of this, letting that go and choosing to be in that energy of empowerment and enjoyment and fun. Fun, right? I did a show a while ago following the energy of fun. That's creation energy. Creation energy is asking you to not hide your gifts. Creation energy is so much about you allowing them to flow and shine control is going to say, Ooh, I don't know if somebody's ready to see that or, uh, no, don't say that. That may just sound a little too, uh, unusual for somebody. It might ruin your credibility here. That's control. There's going to be times sure when then that's going to be helpful for you when you know your audience and you know how you Might have to speak, like me, you know, being that Freudian author in my papers for a while. But again, we don't want to live in that space. The stronger and more trusting you can be of you, the more you're going to be able to utilize the different energies in a way that is a true contribution to you because you will learn to trust when one is more appropriate than another and you will learn which one you love to be and more and how to work with it so that its contributions to you grow every day the other card i was pulled to the other one was called the fire guardian and this one is It's almost like the flip side of the protection guardian, the fire guardian saying, find your passion. What lights you up? What ignites that fire within you that will propel you into whatever, right? It's also saying, burn away the shame, the guilt, burn away those limitations that have been put in place by you, right we often want to say it's from someone else but no no we put them in place ourselves so we can burn them away we can dismantle them i have done a ton of dismantling this morning before the show because of limitations that i had put in place and right now tomorrow because wait are we we're january 24 2024 and tomorrow on the 25th of january we have a full moon in leo And this Leo sign is a fire sign. So this is a wonderful time, a wonderful time to burn away your limitations and to be in gratitude and forgiveness for them being here and what they've shown you and how you've come out on the other side. And then what gifts will be allowed to flourish and grow and be a part of you, right? This is a time frame for you to say no more to not being you. Being you is critical to know when control or creation is going to be of help. You are not you when you are on autopilot. You are not you. When you are stuck in a story and keep repeating it over and over again. You think it's you because you've said it so much. The cells in your body and the chemistry in your body is like, yes, this is who I am. But I'm going to say, no, it is not. It is a persona and a way of being you have adopted and bought into and you're wearing. It is not the true you trusting who the true you is is so important and that can take some work some vulnerability some guidance and i would be happy i would love to be able to be one of the people who could help you with that and guide you through this with the energy work that i do and my own personal experiences we can come out of all of these stories and personas The key part here is to recognize we are in them. Until you are aware of something, you can't change it. And I know you have heard me say that so many times. Until you are aware, you cannot change it. It's got to come to you. You have to have this understanding that, oh, so that's what's happening. Oh, that's why I'm thinking this. Oh, I have that thought over and over again. Huh. don't think I want that thought anymore. Then you can change it. Then you step into being more of who you are as soon as you recognize that you don't wish to carry that thought any longer. You may have so many of those. Most of us do. The question is, are you ready to look at it? And do you really wish to have change? Think about that a little bit. We're going to go for our third break. Kind of mull that over and uh, when we come back, we're going to look at this a little bit further and we're going to um, wrap all of this up as best as I can. Thank you for being here on the Inspired Choices Network. It is such a pleasure to hang out with you every Wednesday here. I I adore you all and I truly treasure this time that we spend together. So please don't go away. Let's spend the last few minutes together when we come back from these commercials. All right, everyone, we'll be back very soon.
0: We all have different experiences with, and definitions of, kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca back to the program
1: welcome back here we are our final segment of the show already so how shall i look at this now so that i can kind of wrap all this up for you you know control and i you know at the beginning of the show i was sort of kind of giving control maybe a little bit more of a a bad rap it's not a bad thing what gets out of hand, I guess is a good way to put it, is when we allow control to take over. There are absolutely times when being in that control energy is really good. You, an actual physical accident has happened, whatever that might be. And maybe you're the person that steps up and and, and steps into that energy. Okay, all right, this needs to be done. You go do this. You do this. You call this and you step into that energy of control, dynamite. Like, yes, go for it. Because not everybody has that ability to step into an emergency situation and get things done. That is one of your gifts. Yes, it's a gift using the energy of control, but it is perfect in that moment. What is then required is once that situation has been handled and everything is calming down and everyone is safe and everything is looking like it's going to be okay, then you can come out of control. And I would encourage you to come out of control. Go into creation and ask a question like, okay, what else is possible now? Is there something else I need to be aware of to be helping here? And by asking a question that may sound like it's in control, but it's not, this question is allowing other awarenesses, opinions from other people, for you to see things in a different perspective, maybe not so laser focused. So then the awareness or ideas will come to you for what is next. What else you could do that could be helpful? Now, might it mean you need to go back into control? Maybe, maybe not, but you won't know until you work with both energies, understand them, know how they feel in your body or how your mind works within them, and then be able to choose this is really the message here for this whole show know your control energy know your creation energy know the difference and when you do that then you have the ability to pick and choose which one is going to be that amazing contribution to you in either that moment or those hours that meeting that time with family whatever it's going to be the sense of self the sense of satisfaction or awe or amazement that you will have at the end of your day when you are in the energies that are a contribution to you truly they can blow you away it really it can that gratitude list, if you do that in the evenings or at night, just watch. If you're one that writes, you could fill lines and lines and lines on that page or typing on the computer. I, I do mine um, out loud or in my head silently. Um, I don't tend to write them down. It doesn't matter. The, the energy you will feel will be Amazing. It will bring relaxation as well as um, a feeling of aliveness into your body, but not an aliveness that will prevent you from going to sleep. Those are the energies more of anxiety or fear or apprehension, worry. Those, right, will invite you to go more into control energy to try and go to sleep at night. This whole creation energy is a gift of relaxation and empowerment to your body it brings out and brings to your awareness the limitations that you've been carrying and working within so that you can change that you can expand you can grow you can change now last week we talked a lot about change is hard Depends on how you look at it. (laughs) If you missed last week's show, then go and find the replay and have a listen. And you'll be able to see how some of it ties into some of the things we've talked about today. You know, and speaking of shows, before I run out of time, I want to uh, let you know what next week is. So we, the, the title for next week is No More Eggshells. You know, I'm just going to leave it like that. You know what I mean by eggshells, I'm sure. So even if you do, tune in because um, I will always have a different way of looking at something. And if you're not sure what I mean by eggshells, well, you definitely need to come along next week and hear the show so that you can gain a new understanding of something else in your life. This is phenomenal, spending time with you. And I also want to share with you that a week tomorrow on February 1st, 2024, I am speaking on a summit called Take Action Now Summit. You can go to takeactionnow.com. No, oh, sorry, takeactionnowsummit.com to get your tickets. I am one of 21, I believe it is, speakers. We are all phenomenal. And we will be sharing with you tools and tips and ways to take action for almost every area of your life that you would like to change or improve or step into with more ease. I am talking about um, co-creation choice and receiving the expansion from that. So I'm at 1 p.m. on Thursday the 1st. So join me if you can. The tickets are um, available on the website. I think it's $27 for the regular ticket that gives you a whole whack of uh, gifts from everybody. And then, of course, there's VIP, which is worth thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of gifts and that to you. So join me, I hope, at the Take Action Now Summit. I also ask you to share and um, let people know about Cultivating Kindness with Karen. It means so much to me, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, to have you here with me every week. It is so important that we allow ourselves to trust ourselves and be kind to ourselves, right? Allow yourself to look at all aspects of you. And then, as always... Call in your ways of kindness. Step into this and please stop hiding your gifts. Use the energy of creation to help you every day.
0: Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Garrett is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.